Hey, man. What are you doing? Oh, I'm digging a hole to China. Wouldn't you be better off spending your time maybe reading a book by Matt Burns? Did you know they're available on Amazon.com now? Some of them only cost about 99 cents. At most, you're only going to pay about $3. Maybe you'd want to spend your time reading one of those books instead of digging a hole to China. Oh, I didn't know that. Here, hold this shovel. I gotta go read a book by Matt Burns. On this episode of the Burnsocast, we have Getting Your Novel Done. Hey everyone, and welcome to my very first podcast ever. Um, I've been listening to podcasts for about 10 or 15 years now, and I've always wondered in the back of my mind whether I could maybe do a podcast myself, so this is that attempt to do a podcast. I probably sound a little awkward right now. I may sound like I'm pretending to be a disc jockey because I don't really know how to sound right now, but this is a test to see... Um, whether I can pull this off. If you're listening to this right now, that I guess means that I posted it publicly. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm definitely not used to this mode of communication, the verbal mode of communication. I'm mostly used to writing and with the written word or communicating with the written word. So yep, again, we're going to see how this goes and just bear with me. Hopefully it's not too choppy and hopefully I can make it as smooth as possible. So without further ado, here is my very first podcast. It's called Getting Your Novel Done. So with this podcast, I just wanted to um, offer some advice and guidance and maybe some inspiration for anybody who's maybe writing a novel for the first time, or even for a veteran writer who's struggling with their work in progress, their current work in progress, and who need a little inspiration, guidance, writing tips. I want to talk about how I get a novel written in a very timely and efficient manner. I can usually get it done in about two months, and in this podcast, I'm going to show you how I do it. So, first and foremost, what I like to do at the very beginning when I have an idea for a novel is I like to go out to the local pharmacy, whether it's Walmart, CVS, or what have you, Walgreens, and I like to get a notebook one of those wired notebooks, college-ruled, wide-ruled, whatever your preference is. I like the wide-ruled now um, because my eyes are... I'm getting a little older and my eyes are more sensitive, so I like the wide rules. You might like the college-ruled. doesn't matter. I, I know this is kind of irrelevant anyway. But, um, yeah, whatever your preference is, and I like to get a nice pen, too. That makes the writing process a little more pleasurable. I like those gel ink pens. And I like to go to... The nearest cafe, whether it's a Starbucks or a mom-and-pop type place, whatever your pleasure is, again, I like to order a nice large coffee, and I like to get a nice caffeine buzz going, get all wired. And basically what I do is I write every single idea in detail, whether it's theme-related, character-related, dialogue, 
I like to write it all down into that notebook that I just bought, that nice fresh notebook. And this could be entire pieces of dialogue that come to mind. It could be themes. It could be the structure, the plot structure, characters. Um, when I was in college, we used to do these things called character trees for my screenwriting classes. And I don't do those anymore, but you can Google them and look them up. Um, they are uh, probably useful for some people. I find them, I, I don't find them very helpful for me now. I mean, I, I have my other ways of developing characters. So I don't use those anymore, but you can look them up if you want. They're called character trees. It's an exercise uh, so that you can flesh out your characters and make them uh, very organic and, and real. But anyway, yes, I get everything written into that notebook and then I go home and I write an outline. And this write, this outline doesn't have to be anything too formal. It can be very informal. You don't need the Roman numerals or anything fancy like that. And basically you just make it as detailed as possible. You wanna get that plot structure down onto paper and pieces of dialogue. I mean, I make my outlines very detailed so I get those um, entire pieces of dialogue down. If if I you know if they come to me, I will write that dialogue down. So this could take a little while because you're making it very detailed. But the more detailed you make it, the easier it is going to be to start the novel writing process. Because when you have a detailed game plan, um, it's very it's so much easier to just sit down and start writing because you know what you have to write. If you don't have any sort of roadmap, you're going to be totally lost. You're not going to know what to write. You're going to be overwhelmed and you're going to probably give up before you even start writing. So trust me, the more detailed you make that outline, the better. I actually like to take things a step further and write an entire screenplay for an outline. I mean, I like having the screenplay just to have a screenplay in and of itself, but it also functions as a very detailed outline as well. So I like to take things that step further. You may not write screenplays or know how to write screenplays. So that may not be your cup of tea, but I like to do that because that makes for a very, very extremely detailed outline and then makes the novel writing process so much easier. So get that outline written and then you'll, you'll, be, you'll be happy that you did it. So after I have an outline done, I, what I like to do is write the first 10 pages of my novel. And that should be your only goal at first, write the first 10 pages. If you sit down and know that you have to write, you know, 200 to 300 pages for a novel, you're going to feel extremely overwhelmed. You'll feel a lot less overwhelmed, however, if you just get it in your mind that you're going to write those first 10 pages. And basically what you're going to be doing when you write these 10 pages is it's it's like a trial period where you figure out whether your story is going to work, whether it's going to be worth your time to write this story as a novel. You're going to be working other issues out, like figuring out whether the story should be told in the first person or third person omniscient, the past tense, the present tense. And what you want to do is get the first 10 pages done, then go over them a few times, clean them up, make them look as good as possible. And nine times out of 10, you're going to be very impressed with how those first 10 pages look. 
and you're going to feel a lot more confident in moving forward with the rest of your novel. So that should be your very first goal. Get those 10 pages done and figure out how you're going to tell your story, if your story is going to work. Once that is done, you want to um, come up with some sort of writing schedule. So when it comes to writing screenplays, I usually recommend people write 10 pages a day. That may seem a little too intense, especially when you're writing a novel. And I don't do that. I do about five pages a day. That's on average what I like to do for a novel writing writing schedule. Um, some people, depending on how busy your life is, you may only be able to do, able to do about two pages a day. Or if you're really busy during the week, you might prefer to do about 20 or maybe 25 pages on a weekend. Either way, if you, keep, if you either do five pages a day or 20 to 25 pages on a weekend, you can probably get a novel done within two months' time. Because a, a novel is about 60 to 80,000 words. If you keep a writing schedule of about five pages a day, you can get that novel done pretty quickly, and it can be done in about two months. The reason why it's important to have this writing schedule is to keep that writing momentum going. If you are writing one page here and another page there, you're going to find that it just never gets done. The novel never gets done. If you stick to a schedule and you're disciplined enough to adhere to that schedule, you're going to find that you're going to get your novel done very quickly. It's very important to keep that writing momentum going. And a schedule is very helpful in keeping that momentum moving. Because once you break that momentum, it's a lot easier to quit the whole novel writing process. So a schedule is key. Okay, so once you get moving with that writing schedule, this is an optional step. And what I did with my most recent novel is I stopped every 20 pages and I went over what I had written in those previous 20 pages. I mainly had to do this out of necessity because I had a bad wrist and I had to give my wrist a break every once in a while to, um, to, you know, to give it a rest, to, to let it heal a little bit. For some people, I would recommend doing this because what you'll find when you stop every 20 pages and then go over what you've written is when you have the, the concern that you're writing something terrible, uh, going over it every 20 pages or so makes the writing better. So it kind of gives you the confidence to move on to the next 20 pages. Um, so I would maybe recommend doing this. However, there is a caveat because if you do stop every 20 pages, there is the risk that you'll break your writing momentum. And the last thing you want to do is break that momentum because it becomes much, much easier. And I sound like a broken record here, but it, it, it becomes much easier to just quit when you break that momentum. So if stopping every 20 pages kills that momentum, you want to not do that. I would recommend just keep going then until you have a rough draft done. Don't stop. Don't look back. Don't go over anything um, with the exception of those first 10 pages that I already talked about. But just keep going. Okay, so what's going to probably happen during the process of writing your novel is you're going to get to what I call a mid-novel crisis. And this happens around the midpoint of the novel writing of the novel. And what happens here is you're, you basically start running out of steam. 
and you become exhausted, emotionally, physically, creatively exhausted. The temptation here is to stop and take a break. And a lot of people would probably say that that's a good idea to get away from it for a while. I, however, would recommend, strongly recommend against doing this because, again, I sound like a broken record. If you take a break now, you're going to break that writing momentum. And I would not do this. What you want to do instead is shift gears a bit. Instead of writing in as detailed a way as possible, I would shift into a very bare bones type mode. And that basically just means writing the writing the extreme bare bones onto paper of your story. So this can be a very lazy way of writing, but the important thing is just to keep moving. You need to get those words down on paper. And if you write in this very bare bones type of way, which is basically just writing a skeletal skeletal structure of your story in your novel, once you get to the finish line, you can always go back and flesh everything out. And actually it is way easier to just go back later and flesh everything out after you've writ gotten all those bare bones down onto paper. So when you experience your mid-novel crisis, just shift into bare bones mode and whatever you do, don't stop until you get to the end of your novel. Okay, so if everything has gone according to plan and you stuck to that writing schedule of at least five pages a day or, you know, something like that, you'll probably get a rough draft of your novel done within about two to three months time. And that's definitely the toughest part. Once you get that rough draft done, the tough part is really over. Now you just have to go back and flesh everything out. And the way I do that is I basically go chapter by chapter. I start with chapter one. I go over it several times over and over again until it looks as perfect as possible at the moment. And then I move on to chapter two, do the same thing, chapter three, so on and so forth. And I just make everything look as, as perfect as possible. If you did have the mid-novel crisis, like I talked about before, and you started writing in bare-bones mode halfway through the novel writing process, you may want to start fleshing, you may want to start this process of rewriting and fleshing everything out at that midpoint. Okay, so after everything is fleshed out, what I like to do is read everything over out loud. And that's probably the single most important piece of writing advice I ever got, to read my work aloud. It was a game changer. I can't believe I wasn't doing it before, but somebody said, oh no, you must read your work aloud, and they're right. You, you pick up on so many mistakes that way, typos, obviously that's the small stuff, but uh, you smooth out your writing much, much more when you read it aloud. You get a sense of the rhythm of the writing, and so I would highly recommend it, read it aloud. Now, my Microsoft Word program has a read aloud feature, and that has the computer read the work aloud to you, but you can also read it to yourself. Ideally, you want to do both things, but reading your work aloud is essential. You will smooth out your writing so much more than you would ever imagine. I kind of like to use the Spinal Tap reference. If your writing is at a 10, reading your work aloud to yourself basically brings it up to an 11. It, it brings that amp up to an 11. So I would definitely recommend reading your work aloud. So that's basically it. That's how to get a novel done within a very timely and efficient manner. About 
two months time. Sorry, I'm laughing because my dog has been barking and I've been trying to record this podcast and it's been very difficult. This is not a foolproof plan to get your novel done. Um, you can take some some of my advice, you can leave it, you can cherry pick this and that. But most importantly, you just want to keep moving with the novel writing process. The worst thing you you can do, again, sound like a broken record, is break that writing momentum. And that's when you're going to get lazy. That's when you're probably going to possibly quit. You don't want that to happen. So you just want to keep moving, especially until that rough draft is complete. If you need to take a break, I would recommend not doing it until the rough draft is complete. But ideally, you probably don't want to take a break until you've done everything that I've said in this podcast. So basically everything from the very start of writing in that notebook, outlining, until you you get that fleshed out draft done. Don't take a break until after all the fleshing out is done of the novel. Then you can get you can re-energize and regroup and get a fresh perspective on your writing. That's when you want to take the break. But otherwise, you just want to keep moving. And no matter what you do, just don't stop. Alright, so thank you very much for listening to the very first episode of the Burnzocast. This was slightly rough. I don't know, I haven't even listened to it yet at the moment of me saying this, so I need to listen to how it went. It may have been horrible, I don't know. My dog was barking through a lot of it, so... And you won't hear that because I I stopped, but I had to stop and start here and there. Uh, So I'll work out the kinks. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how this comes out. And then maybe there will be more to come. I don't know. But we'll see. Thank you very much for listening. I hope this helps you in some way. Maybe it inspires you in some way. Maybe it gives you some sort of creative energy uh, to work off of. I don't know. Somebody out there may find this useful. So thanks for listening to this very first episode of the Burnsocast. And make sure you tune in and stay tuned. And hopefully there's going to be more to come. Hey everyone, if you want to check out my writing, be sure to check out my blog, thebernzodiaries.com, and also check out my books at amazon.com. I have many novels there, including Johnny Cruz, Supermarket Zombies, Weird Monster, The Woman in the Dragon, and I also have many Kindle singles there, and other books, including memoirs. So be sure to check out my blog, thebernzodiaries.com and also my books at amazon.com.